know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Dentley Show with Dr. James Dentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Dentley. Hello and welcome back to the show. Man, I am so excited. This has been a great week. And I know it's been a great week for all of our listeners. Why? Because we choose it to be. You know, this is a show where we don't just think outside of the box because we realize that there is no box. Hey, look. Hey, look, guys. Look, friends. I've got an incredible guest for you tonight. And uh, I want to share him with you, but I want to tell you a little bit about uh, his story and his journey. His name is Mr. Ryan Long. And he is the founder, the brain trust of the City Gala and the City Summit. Now, this young man hails from San Fernando Valley and right outside of Los Angeles. And just having an average normal lifestyle where things were not perfect, he grew in his business. He found his purpose of making a difference in the lives of so many other people and helping charitable organizations to thrive and get the, the, the information they need to get the bandwidth that they need to really be able to do great work on a global scale, to bring people together to help you grow in your business, in your humanitarian efforts, and in your life, because we live in this global community. He also is a founder of the Global Unity Foundation. He's going to tell you a lot about that. And we have an event coming up in late February, the City Gala City Summit. And, I mean, I've never met a person that can, uh, on the drop of a dime, pick up a phone call, and next you know, people like Halle Berry and John Travolta are at their event, and Sir Richard Branson. But the bottom line is that, forget about the celebrity, just that everyone's approachable, that they're there to help, to serve, to share business ideas on how we can grow bigger and better and make the world a better place. So, first of all, I want to welcome to the show, Ryan. How are you doing? James Dentley, Dr. Dentley, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm doing phenomenal. Uh, I think that every time I get to speak to you, the, my, my frequency just goes uh, up to 10,000%. So, thank you for having me on the show, and, and thank you for the warm welcome. Well, first of all, you're too kind, but how's the weather in Costa Rica? Yeah, the weather is nice and warm. It's, it's nice and toasty. I, I, I do not want to upset you in any way. I know that you're in probably in Chicago uh, where it's negative uh, 20 degrees, but, uh, you know, my uh, brown skin is getting browner, and I'm very, very happy with my surroundings. Thanks for asking. <laughs> excellent, excellent, man. Wow. Well, I tell you, you know, I never forget the first day that we met. And um, I think the thing that brought me towards you that really made that connection when you shared with me your story. You know, you had given me a call. It was about 10 o'clock at night, Chicago time. And uh, you told me that some other people that I had known that had worked with me through some of our speaking uh, programs had told you a little bit about me, and I was so honored and flattered. But my first uh Inclination was saying, oh, not right now. Time's not right to go to this event. And then when you called me back, you said I had to be there. And, and just because of just who you were, how you showed up, and, and just how I just believed in your story and just made that connection, uh, I wanted to be a part of it, man. I'm so forever grateful because it's impacted my life tremendously and helped me take my life to a point of service and purpose. So can you share with our audience a little bit about your story? Who is Ryan Long? Yeah, well, I love I love talking about uh, my grandfather, my mom, 
the adversities that they overcame and, and why it, it, it affected me. So, you know, in particular, uh, my grandfather was a farm boy from Kansas. He grew up, of course, dirt poor on a, on a farm and, um, and migrated out West. He, he starved his way through, uh, college as a boxer, uh, up at San Jose State, which is uh, in Northern California. And then, and then starved his way and then moved down to Southern California, starved his way through college, UCLA. Uh, and this orphaned farm boy, my grandfather, went from, went from, um, living on a farm, uh, being an orphan to starving his way through college, becoming an electronic engineer and then a rocket scientist. He had four daughters, uh, with my grandma. And so my mom was the second. And I was the first to arrive, and I, and I did not arrive under, you know, in those days, the, what you would call ideal circumstances. I was born out of wedlock uh, to a father uh, uh, of mixed breed. My father is, is uh, black, African-American. My mother is, is uh, white, blonde hair, blue-eyed lady. And so there, was some, there, there were some issues at, at the outset of, of the way that I arrived, but I'm so grateful that my mom had the wherewithal to name me after my grandfather because he became my hero. Uh, he, he was my father figure. I loved him dearly. And I think that, that everything that I do now is, is based on two things. You know, one, I, I want to make my mom and, and, and grandma proud. They're both still alive. And, and number two, I, I want to honor the mentorship and love and compassion and, and everything that my grandfather taught me as, as a young man, uh, he put everything that he had into me, um, and I want to use all of those resources and wisdom that he gave me um, for the greater good. Outstanding, Ryan. You know, I have an incredible mom as well, but your mom is absolutely awesome. I love her. I love her. You know, I always say that we live life forward, but we understand it backwards. Because when we look at the breadcrumbs of our life, our history, the, the things that we've gone through and grown through, uh, what do you think would be some of the a big life lesson that you've learned just growing up that kind of got you to where you are today? Uh, you know, I think I think that that watching my mom overcome adversity was was one of the bigger things, the, the bigger things in, in life lessons. Um, so here's me. Uh, born out of wedlock, I, I didn't under, arrive under the uh, uh, ideal circumstances of the day. You know, grandma and granddad had done everything perfect, right? They got married, they had kids, they, you know, a granddad provided a, a upper, you know, upper middle class upbringing. And then, you know, my mom uh, gets pregnant with me uh, unplanned and keeps me a secret from the family until I'm born. She basically shows up and says, Hey, by the way, you know, you have a grand, you have a grandson. His name is Ryan. Here he is. And so, uh, from there, there were many adversities that my mom had to overcome. One of which I was born with a club foot, meaning my, my right foot was entirely twisted backwards. And I had to have several surgeries in order to get it to be a normal foot. And, uh, up until the age of about 10 months, I had this bar 
that was casted. I had two casts on my feet, this bar to keep my feet straight. And that was my mom. That was the first adversity that she had to overcome. And then she went on to create a, a family with a different, um, a different person that came into my life, my, my former stepfather. And so uh, very quickly that relationship ended. So my mom ended up raising me, my brother, my sister by herself under really tough circumstances. We moved into to what people would call, you know, um, uh, the ghetto. Uh, so I speak and understand Spanish very well because um, I, I lived in El Barrio <laughs> with all, all of my friends. And so growing up in poverty, uh, being born in, in a certain way, and then, and then watching my mom fight tooth and nail to keep the lights on, to keep food on the table, living on, on government uh, housing. And then my, my father reappeared in, in my life uh, at the age of five, and my mom tried to, to ha- have me have a relationship with him, except the very first time that I met him, he was very abusive to me to, to the point where he beat me bloody. And my mom never wanted me to, to be alone with him ever again. And, and that was the first memory that I had of my, my, my dad. And so my mom, without the assistance of any other, um, any other help, you know, there was no partner along the way, uh, really scraping and clawing and fighting, she put that fighter spirit in me. She's a rebel. She's a fighter. She's got a son that's a rebel, that's a fighter. And that's, that's I, I think, the, the overwhelming life journey that I've, uh, that I've begun to understand is that the thing that, you know, in entrepreneurship or in life that you have to be able to do is you have to be able to dance with adversity, overcome adversity. And that's what my mom taught me. That's, that's the biggest thing in the world, I think. Founder of the City Gala, the City Summit and now Global Unity Foundation. I want to talk about all three of these organizations and the work that you do, but how did you get started into this world? We have so many people that are starting nonprofit organizations, and I know we all make a lot of mistakes along the way, but what led you to find this as being your path and your purpose in life to serve and to um, help recreate the pathway so people can live their lives um, on the levels that they would love to or dream of or have the possibility to even to experience for you. Man, I, I didn't even plan on being in the, in the uh, entertainment or um, nightclub promotion business. When I first started, ironically, history repeating itself, I went and uh, fathered a young man out of wedlock, uh, my son is now 18 years old. I'm very proud of him. I love him very much. I wanted to be everything like what my uh, grandfather was and nothing like what my father was. So my son, Aaron Christopher Long, the moment that I knew that he was going to be born, I was 21 years old. And so he was born when I was 22. And when I was 21, man, I was just a knucklehead. I was out there doing God knows what. Nothing productive, but I'll just put it that way, James. <laughs> and... The minute that I heard that I was going to be a father, I made some critical life changes. The, the first one was I was going to make money. I was going to be involved in my son's life. And so I went to something that was very natural. I had played high, high school football and, and baseball. I was very athletic my, my entire life. So I became a personal trainer, and I worked my tail off. Now, I mean, I really, really busted my tail in order to 
uh, become the best personal trainer that I could so that I could support my son. That was the reason. I, I wanted to be uh, involved in his life, but I wanted to be able to cut a check, you know, as for childcare for my son monthly, unlike, you know, my uh, father and stepfather who just left my mom just, just to fend for herself. And so, um, so I started working as a personal trainer, and I worked so hard that by the age of 23, I was the fitness director of a corporation called LA Fitness. And LA Fitness loved me because I was, a, I was an avid learner. I, 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 wanted, I, was, I studied kinesiology, uh, anatomy, uh, uh, the way that bio, uh, uh, biomechanics work. I really wanted to know every single thing about the human body and be the best personal trainer that I could. And so I rose up through the ranks at LA Fitness very quickly and was making great money. And what do you do when you're a poor kid from the ghetto and you start making great money? You start spending it. And you don't spend it on smart things because I wasn't taught what to do with money once I got it. I went out and bought a Lexus. You know, I'm showing out, which, uh, you know, I needed to do that experience to teach myself. So um, I went out and bought a Lexus and the personal trainers around me could see that I'm doing very well at LA fitness, could see that I'm making money or what I thought was great money at the time, a six figure salary. And, um, and so one of the trainers approached me, uh, one of the personal trainers that worked under me approached me and says, Hey, we want to do this nightclub business. Will you give us some money in order to start this nightclub promotion? We're going to do it weekly. We're going to sell $520 tickets. That's $10,000 a week. And all you got to do is give us a, you know, a few thousand bucks. We're going to get this thing started. And you're 50-50 partners, so you're going to get $5,000 a week. And you don't even have to work on it. So I gave them the money, of course, and they went and lost it. <laughs> and, and me not being a savvy investor, you know, they come back and they tell me the story of, you know, how they're going to do better the following week. And I gave them more money and they lost it and they gave them more money and they lost it so much so where I became, you know, involved in like trying to promote this thing with these guys. And I was telling LA Fitness that I was clocked in and working and I wasn't. And some younger, ambitious trainers knew that, that I was out there promoting this nightclub business and I was lying to LA Fitness, telling them that I was clocked in. And LA Fitness found out and they fired me and I deserved it. So at that point, I had no, I had absolutely no choice but to make the nightclub promotion business work. And that's how I got started in the, the event production and event promotion business. And it started to, to grow and blossom from there. Wow. Now, we're going to take a break in just about another minute or so. But, if you know, just to hear you talk, I mean, it's so much, it's, it's a parallel because I, you know, I grew up with a mom and uh, three sisters and myself, and she raised us in a grocery store in the daytime, a dentist's office at night. You know, I remember uh, in my life I was driven by wanting to be my daughter's dad, and now I have this incredible son as well. He's 21. And everything you're telling me, you know, I can relate to in my own life as, as well, just being driven uh, by those things and, and by through that foundation and, and making mistakes and getting out there and making things happen and being good and then messing us up <laughs> and then going yeah. in a different direction. But all these things have led you to be right here, right now, the founder of the City Gala, the City Summit, and Global Unity Foundation. And I just want to say thank you for being a great friend to me, and whatever you saw in me, I'm so thankful. 
and my wife, Dr. Kara Scott Dentley, because uh, our lives, I mean, this is one of the things we enjoy most in our lives, and now this life of service in our nonprofits and working uh, with your incredible organization. So what we want to do is take a, a short break, and then we want to come back, and I really want to talk about, the, I think you started with the gala. So I want to talk about the gala, then we go into the summit, then we're talking global unity, and then we're going to come back and bring it all together about what's about to take place um, next month because we're really excited about that. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back with the founder of the City Gala, City Summit, and Global Unity, Mr. Ryan Long. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel how do you define work is it that mundane monday through friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment achievement and purpose if you are looking to make your work life the latter tune in to working on purpose with elise cortez there are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Well, we're back with the founder of the City Gala City Summit Global Unity Foundation, Mr. Ryan Long. Ryan, I want to talk about fundraising. 
You know, I work with a lot of people at nonprofits. I was on the board of many before we launched our own, thanks to you. And uh, I meet so many people, and the biggest challenge people have is fundraising. So how did you get into into fundraising, and what are some of the keys to people to better get it right, to be able to raise money for the, the things that are important and, and, and how to uh, to really utilize it so they make sure that it's, it's going where it needs to go so you can you know stay out of trouble, but also you, you're judged by your work. So tell us about your fundraising experience. How did it start, and what are you doing now? <clears throat> well, it started, I, I was a nightclub promoter in Hollywood, so that's kind of where we left off. And as a nightclub promoter, I got into all kinds of things, and, and I was very young when I got fired from L.A. Fitness and made that transition into nightclub promoting. My grandfather taught me what I call farm boy work ethic. So, man, I put I put every ounce of everything that I had into making these nightclub experiences really good and quickly made a name for myself in the, in the Hollywood nightclub circuit by doing any event that I can get my hands on that had some sort of influence. And I made some mistakes there. And one of the mistakes that I made was in the music business or in the adult industry business. So I started promoting things that were not really aligned with myself, not really aligned with my upbringing. I was, I was raised to be a very conservative person had the values, and, and here I was promoting, you know, adult industry events for uh, Hustler or Playboy or Penthouse, and it just really wasn't doing the right thing by my family name. I got lost in that whole glam, the, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll in, in, in my mid, mid and late 20s, and, um, and then I noticed that the, the celebrities in Hollywood would gravitate more towards events that had meaning, had, had value and meaning. And I noticed this uh, early on, and so I started taking on events that had a lot more meaning, and I became part of different organizations as a promoter. And, and, I, and I'm telling you right now, James, I didn't do it because I was such a good guy. I did it because there were celebrities involved, and you know I know that there would be girls there, and I could have a lot of fun and make a name for myself. And then, you know, a series of, of events happened that really, really changed me from the inside out. And, and the one thing that I would, that I would say that, that changed or shifted me more than anything looking back is, is that my grandfather, uh, <clears throat> who was suffering from mental illness, took his life by shooting himself in the head. And I didn't understand what it meant. I was, of course, I was busted and broken. Uh, I had not cried in, you know, over a decade. But when my grandfather took his life, I, I cried like a baby. And I didn't know what it meant to me that I was going to, you know, turn my life around, you know, right away. So I kept on promoting in the, in the Hollywood, you know, nightclub circuits and, and these other fundraiser events. And until I did an event and I put so much energy into it and I, 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 I did what I thought was a, a failure, what I thought at that time was a failure. And I was going to use the money for a, a, the, the large event that I, that I did. I was going to use that money to get married to my then fiance. The event failed. I did not make money and I fell into a deep depression and that depression led me to go broke. And when you strip away everything, all the glamorous Hollywood nightclub stuff, all the, I was entirely an empty person. 
I was not fulfilled. And I, and I, I didn't know what personal development was. I had heard of Tony Robbins, of course. I had even listened to Personal Power and, and uh, you know, Get the Edge, his, his old uh, disc or cassette tapes. I had heard of Tony Robbins and stuff like that, but I didn't know really what it meant. And so during this depression, I lost everything. Lost my relationship with my ex-fiance, uh, gained about, you know, a, a solid 40 pounds. And James, when I say I gained 40, 40 pounds, it was not the good kind. It was a very, very bad that kind. I basically laid on the couch, ate, watched politics on TV. And then I had this sort of moment after my ex-fiance and I parted ways. We lived together, and I had no money, so I moved into Grandma's house. And in the very room, my grandfather's bedroom, in the very room where he took his life, I started to read personal development and self-help books, starting with the the 17 Principles of Personal Achievement by uh, Mr. Napoleon Hill, uh, which led me, of course, to Think and Grow Rich. And then I got obsessed with reading. I got obsessed with this personal development because it made me feel so good. And so I started to develop myself from the inside out. And what happened was is that there's certain things in those books, right? In the book uh, by, by uh, Bob Proctor, it's called You Were Born Rich. He says, you know, it takes just as much time to dream a small dream as it does to dream a big dream. And, you know, almost a decade ago, this, this was, this, I needed that. And, and then, of course, another guy, uh, Jack Canfield, in his book, The Success Principles, he says, <clears throat> he says the, the, that if you act as if the dream is, is coming true, if you act as if the dream is coming true, all of a sudden, you're going to start to vibrate on the, on the frequency of that dream. And, and I, I, I started to take these things very, very personally. Uh, and, and I put the principles that were in these books. I read everything. Tony Robbins, Wayne Dyer, Jack Canfield, everything I can get, Les Brown, anything I can get my hands on that was under personal development. And then I made vision boards and, and things that you hear about. And I just started concentrating focus, and I said, you know what, Ryan, here's what your problem was. You were doing work that was unfulfilling. Here is what is going to be fulfilling. Doing, and, and I promised myself I was never going to do any more events that, that did not assist other people in growth. And so I started fundraising for charitable organizations exclusively, and I, I did you know, and I, and of course I, I was dreaming big, so I wanted to be impactful. And so I needed to use all of the resources that I had gathered from the Hollywood nightclub circuit in order to shift that into a good space. And in particular, I wanted to work with small startup nonprofits as opposed to bigger, larger nonprofits, because I could see in Hollywood, all those nonprofits, they had giant donor bases and, these, these larger nonprofits, I'm not saying that any of them are corrupt or anything, but I'm just saying the bigger that they get, the more propensity that there is for waste and spending and, of course, corruption. And what I wanted to do was just focus on the little guys, focus on the, the dreamers like me that came from nothing, that had a deep, welling passion to help people, and that vibed with me. You know, I grew up in poverty, so I wanted to help homeless and feed hungry. You know, I was abused, so I wanted to help people that, that have been abused. 
I focused on health and wellness in my personal training life, so I wanted to focus on health and wellness programs. You know, I, I needed mentors, I needed education, so I wanted to focus on mentorship and education programs. And slowly but surely, at you know, year after year, you know, starting to per- perfect the way that we were doing the fundraisers, we started getting the biggest names in the world to come share their message that was aligned with my message at annual events, and that started uh, quite a long time ago now. And that's how, of course, the uh, the city gala was born under under the circumstances of me wanting to use all of my resources for good. Now, and yeah, and a great story. And the thing I want our listeners to really get from that is that you know you begin where you begin. You don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great. And adversity is part of the deal. It's part of living. Just like when you're growing, when your lawn is growing, weeds just come with it. You don't plant weed seeds, but it's part of the deal. But it helps you to pay attention to the lawn or to become slothful and let it go. And, you know, when you put the work in, the work ethic, uh, you talked about the farm boy work ethic. Absolutely incredible things. But the main thing I really got from that out of everything was it takes just as much effort to think big and to think small. So what do you really want to think about? And when you step into that, I love the word frequency because my book, The Five Frequencies of High Performance, is all about frequency. I love that. And then the personal development journey that you began and that you're still on and understand that it doesn't end to this day. And today, the City Gala, you can read about the City Gala and Every major publication from Forbes articles to the Inc. to USA Today to Billboard articles to Prestige, Entrepreneur, over and over and over. And you're bringing together a nonprofits that, and beneficiaries every year and raising money for them. But you're bringing a celebrity um, element to it as well. Entertainment element is there. So I just want to talk about, because I think it's kind of incredible, uh, what you've been able to accomplish just right out of the gate. You're in the fourth year. And who's, what celebrities have been to the gala to support this, and how does that help impact this message of hope and inspiration and bringing a, and making a major measurable difference and change to the world? Yeah, these are, these are celebrities that align with our vision. And, you know, the first year straight out of the gate, we had so much support because I had been doing fundraisers. It was just under a different name or it was project by project. So, the first annual city gala, I had a lot of experience already and wanted to make it some, something phenomenal. Sir Richard Branson came out and de- delivered a very, very inspiring keynote address moderated by uh, Jane Seymour. Uh, Puff Daddy was, was the host of that year. We, had, we honored uh, Dr. Buzz Aldrin, the second man to walk on the moon, and billionaire uh, John Paul DeJoria, the founder of Paul Mitchell Hair Care. He also founded... And, and now has sold Patron Tequila. He just sold it for $5 billion. Congratulations to him. Not, not bad on that. But um, uh, we had a celebrity poker tournament with another 50 celebrities that, that were involved in the fundraising element of the celebrity poker tournament where they play poker in, in order to raise funds for our charitable organizations. And really it was quite inspiring. And the, the second year out, uh, we wanted to do more of the same. We had Halle Berry come out. She was the uh, uh, keynote speaker along with uh, Anthony Mackie uh, from Avengers. You'd, you'd know him as Falcon from the Avengers at the City Summit. And then, of course, on the night of the gala, John Travolta was our keynote speaker. We got to honor a lifetime achievement for the great philanthropist, but also the, one of the most phenomenal uh, 
musicians of our time, uh, Mr. Quincy Jones. John Paul DeJoria came back to hand him that award, which was, was such a, a great gesture on his part. And then for inspiration, uh, uh, Russell Simmons came out. Um, and then, of course, this year, this past year that, that we had Matthew McConaughey, who, who's just keep living foundation is directly aligned with men- mentorship and education and, uh, Ashton Kutcher, whose foundation is, is aligned with us in eradicating, uh, poverty and in particular eradicating human sex trafficking. And so uh, I'm utterly grateful for the support of, of these celebrities. Countless hundreds of celebrities come, come to these events, but those were our sort of keynote speakers and honorees that, that I just mentioned. And, and speaking of honorees, I cannot go without mentioning the great Dr. James Dentley as our most recent recipient of the legacy honor, which has only been giving, given to you, Dr. Dentley, and uh, John Paul DeZuria. And this year will be passed to your good friend. Uh, and I appreciate you for uh, helping us with that, uh, Mr. Les Brown. Very excited about that. So thank you, James. Well, I want to thank you, and I really want to make the point for everyone listening because, you know, I always tell people there's nothing special about me. We just live our lives. We do what we do. And if we serve enough and somehow things just kind of happen, and, you know, when you're selecting people for beneficiaries or even to get these awards, I remember when you told me that you were going to create this award, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know. <laughs> I'd only been to one gala. I sat in the seat. I spoke on the panel for about five minutes. <laughs> and then I get this phone call. So what What made you, I never even asked you this. I'm going to ask you in front of everybody. What, Kara and I, uh, my incredible wife, who's a double scientist, physicist, I mean, she's a bright one. She's it's just so good, so pure. Everybody loves her. But what made you choose our nonprofit already always amazing and, and want to even do that. And I'm saying that because I want people who are listening to understand that people are always watching you and what you do is not always unnoticed uh, if you just stay consistent with it. So how did that even come about? Why? <clears throat> uh, why do I honor the people? The So the first thing, already always amazing, you know, you and I sat and talked about this, and, and this was one of the things that, that was on your heart. So the, the moment that we spoke, I think we had a, a profound connection. You were already on the board of some amazing non-for-profits, and, and I think that, that you understood that there's, there's, there's a certain way that you wanted to operate your nonprofit, and, and I'm, I'm all about you know, those mentors and, and educators and so I'm, I'm watching your video, videos online. I'm reading about you all over, all over the internet. I'm utterly inspired by the, the even the few minutes that you, you got to talk at the, at the first time. And me, I make decisions that are aligned with my purpose. I, I make decisions that, that are in alignment. So there was no doubt in my mind that the legacy honor needed to be passed from uh, John Paul DeJoria to you. And we planned that a year ahead of time, didn't we? We planned that one full year ahead of time. And we, we trained your, you and, and your organization on, on our best methods for creating a sustainable nonprofit. I believe that, that what you do in, in mentorship and education, and, and I know that you have other branches where you're supporting veterans and, and helping with homelessness because you yourself have, have been homeless at, at some time. So every single thing about you, your life story, your nonprofit, the way that you position yourself, 
the, the, the frequency that you and I vibe on, everything lined up. And that's why I said, hey, James, you know, I think that this is the best case scenario for us for this upcoming year. And you helped us. You helped us tremendously. You helped us not, not only by promotion, by, by uh, gathering uh, sponsorship. You just, every single way that you could, you got involved. And I'm just utterly impressed by the amount of sincerity and, and uh, integrity you vibrate on that level at all times. And I love that. Well, I want to thank you so much for that, but I do want you to know that you make me better. And because of that, you know, I get the chance to have this show, this platform. We're about to launch the television show in Chicago next month and then the streaming show worldwide as well. But I'm so thankful because you and the entire organization, the people I've met, just the synergy we have, the vision that I'm enrolled in through you that's even become bigger. Uh, now we get a chance out there to share this, and now I can be an extension of you. You know, so the work that you do and everything you've been through, I want you to know, and I think you know it is not in vain, but it's been duplicated because now I want to carry a piece of that mantle. I want to carry a piece of that, that cross uh, that you carry and give my life in, in that direction. I'm forever thankful for that. And I want to encourage all the folks who are listening to us to, to join us, to be a part, to do whatever you can do because whatever you can do is enough, even if it's wishful thinking, good vibes, treating people properly, um, this this not being silent when it's time to speak up, uh, not sitting back when it's time to stand up. So we're going to take another quick break. We're going to come back with Ryan Long. He's going to talk about the City Summit Business Acceleration, Global Unity Foundation, and this incredible event that's coming up next month. Take a short break. We'll be right back. Thanks, Ryan. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded, competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, we're back. And now for all of you entrepreneurs out there, we're going to segue into the City Summit Business Acceleration. For everyone who wants to start, grow, and accelerate your business to not just build a, a bigger database and a bigger relationship base, but how you can get up close and personal with the people who are really doing it on a higher level to get ahead of the curve, to know where the future is going so we can all play a part and this disruptive shift in our economy. So, Ryan, I'm going to turn it over to you. I want you to just go right through and talk about the City Summit, how it started, who's there, what they should get from it, what's the purpose of it, and then let's go right into Global Unity Foundation to talk about what you're doing, what's next. Ryan, it's all yours. Oh, man, James, thank you. You know, the City Summit was born out of necessity. So here I am wanting to do good. I've changed. I've transformed my life, and, and now we're creating an impact. And... However, the City Gala is a charitable event, and it didn't vibe with me uh, attempting to make money off of a charitable event, and there, I needed something to make money. And the people that were, were cutting the biggest checks to the City Gala to give back were all business owners. And so one of my advisors finally said, hey, look, you need to make money. If you really, really want to make a difference in this world, you need to make money. And I said to myself, and, and, and he also said, Brian, you have the best network of all of us. Why not call in all of these business owners that are already making billion-dollar companies, already making multi-million-dollar companies, and have them teach their tips, tools, success, uh, advice, marketing, sales, branding, you name it. Have them teach that at your summit. Because, you know, here I am, I'm a, Ryan Long, myself, I'm a promoter. You know, I don't know how to, you know, I don't know the business fundamentals the way that these uh, billion-dollar uh, brand founders do. I don't know those types of fundamentals, so I wanted to learn myself. And the City Summit in its first year was, was just meant to be a day of inspiration for entrepreneurs so that they can network and grow. And Halle Berry was the keynote speaker for that. And now we do the City Summit all over the United States, helping entrepreneurs by connecting them helping them grow, giving them innovation strategies, marketing strategies, tips, tools, techniques, and advice. And, and probably one of the more important things is mindset, inspiration. You know, knowing that you can overcome anything in business, if you keep, if you remain steadfast in your goal, but flexible in your approach. The City Summit was created to help business owners grow. And that's period and point blank. It is, a, it is my for-profit element where I am able to both make money by helping other entrepreneurs, and it still feels good to me because I feel like it's helping entrepreneurs grow so that they can give. So we have the opportunity to grow at the summits so that you can give at the gala. 
Wow. And, you know, I've met so many people at the City Summit, and now I get a chance to collaborate and get advice from and even do business with. Many have spoken on our stages, and it couldn't happen if I wasn't there. So I want to invite everyone to the City Summit and the City Gala that's coming up. We'll talk about that at the end, but it's like getting a haircut. The only way you can really get it is, is being a seat. But I want to shift now into your project, Global Unity Foundation. Tell us about what you're doing, what's next, how can we support that, and what value does it bring to humanity? is my foundation, and, and I created it because I, I had the necessity of being able to collect nonprofit revenue and then disperse it to the nonprofits that we are supporting that are feeding hungry, sheltering homeless, liberating and rehabilitating human sex uh, slaves, mentorship and education programs that are near and dear to my heart, health and wellness programs. Global Unity Foundation is set about to, to unite the globe by performing these actions. We're aligned with the United Nations 17 uh, sustainable global uh, goals. They, they call it global goals. You can read about them at globalgoals.org. And, you know, for, for me, Global Unity Foundation represents something that I have to grow into. It is something that I need to grow in order to be able to both sustain and accomplish the mission of Glo- Global Unity Foundation. And so I, I created the foundation, and now what we're doing is in Los Angeles during the weekend of the Academy Awards, we have the City Gala, but now everything that we do, whenever there is a live auction, a celebrity poker tournament, or when I'm speaking at other people's events, we can perform a call to action that says, hey, do you support mentorship and education programs? Great. Please, please get involved with Global Unity Foundation. And I believe that Global Unity Foundation is the reason that I was put on this earth. I was put on this earth. I've gone through the, 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 the pain, the adversities, the triumphs, the gathering together of, of a giant network of super entrepreneurs that want to do something big and create global impact, make global change, change systems, whether they be education systems or financial systems that are, are suppressing people, change those so that, so that we can operate in, in togetherness and, and as a whole. Because I, I truly believe that this world uh, can come together around, around one thing, and that is this, is that I think every human can vibe on empathy and compassion. There's something that someone else has been through or, and or is going through that you can, you can vibe with. Someone falls down, uh, my instinct is to lend a hand and help them uh, help them stand up. So that's what Global Unity Foundation is all about. And uh, we, have, uh, we have two uh, uh, major fundraisers. One is during the weekend of the Academy Awards, which we've been talking about, called the City Gala. That feeds into Global Unity Foundation. And then the second one that we've just launched, and I'm so grateful that you were t- uh, able to attend, James, is in New York. During the week of the United Nations General Assembly, uh, we hosted... Global Unity Foundation's classic New York gala, and um, I couldn't be more proud of the work that our beneficiaries of the Global Unity Foundation do, and I just want to continue to uh, make, a, uh, make an impact there as much as I can. Yeah, and I'll tell you, New York was such an incredible event, but all of them are 
So I want to continuously invite everyone that I possibly can to just participate, to check it out, stick your head in there, be a part of it. You know, when you're around people who are making things happen in a big way, then we make big things happen in a great way. And if you're already doing great things, then great, we can be greater even together. We really, really can. Okay, we're coming up on the City Summit and the City Gala. And each one, I like to use the word of an old Baptist preacher, gooderer and gooderer and gooderer. Man, and this one's going to be out of sight. So let's talk about City Summit, City Gala that's coming up in February. It's going to be almost 2,000 people there. Tickets are going fast for that. Um, what can they expect from the summit and then the gala? And uh, what I know you can't mention all of the celebrities, but the ones you can, tell us mention who's going to be there, who's a part of this, um, and, and why it's important to. I, I believe you build your brand with who you're with and the work you do. So let's talk a little bit about this particular event coming up on the 21st through the 24th of February. Absolutely. Thank you, James. Uh, in particular, this summit is going to be our, our best summit to date. It is a three-day experience, February 21st through 23rd at the Burbank Convention Center uh, um, in, in Los Angeles, California. And yes, uh, we have partnered with Live Nation Ticketmaster. It's going to be our biggest year ever. We have, we have phenomenal network of people that are buying tickets, uh, a, a high net worth a crowd of people that are change makers, business owners that want to elevate, that want to grow, that want to connect with each other. Um, the people that are teaching are billion-dollar brand founders. Uh, teaching, uh, the, the founder of Boots will, will be teaching us. The founder of Aurelian Partners, who, who is a billionaire, sold his company for $2.6 billion. His name is John Siren. Uh, he will be there to teach us. Uh, Jeff Hoffman, the founder of Priceline. I can go on and on and on about our, our great billion-dollar founders and then experts, experts that are creating multi-million-dollar uh, brands themselves that are, that are doing phenomenal work in the community, but experts in marketing, in online ads, in digital, in sales, in, in every single business fundam- fundamental that you need. You will be taught that from stage. You will be entertained in the process and you will meet the most influential people on the planet. Uh, and each day we have a special guest surprise for our uh, community. Uh, the great Les Brown, motivational speaking legend, is co- coming out to accept, uh, not only accept the legacy honor, but he's going to give us a, uh, a one-hour talk on, on motivation and, and keep us really, really grounded in, in our inspiration and, and motivation. Uh, Mario Lopez, who's on Extra Television, is coming back because he loves what it is that we're doing, and he's bringing a, a few uh, surprise friends with him. And, um, uh, of course, uh, Randy Jackson from American Idol is returning once again to share his wisdom, his global wisdom on what entrepreneurship means to him. And I think that, that uh, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank as well. We're going to learn from Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank and uh, uh, Randy Jackson from American Idol. We have a few more major announcements that I'm dying to share with you, but I could, that's, that's all I'm going to share for right now for the City Summit that's upcoming February 21st through 23rd in Los Angeles, California. Now, also, we're going to have City Summit. entrepreneurs that are going to be there that are actually going to be able to pitch their ideas to a live and panel of investors and some of these people have allocated hundreds of millions of dollars uh, just to invest in, in smart businesses that are up and coming. Uh, how did that come about? 
Yeah, I met a I met a gentleman. His name is Scott Kelly, who's the founder of a thing called or, or a program called VC Fast Pitch, Venture Capital Fast Pitch. And what he was doing is he was taking entrepreneurs and saying, "Hey, would you like to get in front of my investors in in, in front of his network of investors? These guys are actively either angel investors or um, venture capitalists." that are actively looking for opportunities. And so we, we figured, why not make VC Fast Pitch a segment of the City Summit? Because I think two things. Number one, it's exciting for the entrepreneur on stage. Number two, it's exciting for the uh, investors, which there will be over 100 in the audience. Um, it's exciting for the, the investors to see what's to come, the ideas of the future. What, what's, what are our future businesses going to look like in innovation? And then, of course, number three, I think it's very educational for entrepreneurs, the, our entire audience, to be able to watch other entrepreneurs pitch their idea to venture capitalists and angel investors and be asked specific questions. You can learn a lot about business just by watching entrepreneurs pitch their other ideas. Well, outstanding. Well, I'm definitely going to be there, and I'm inviting each and every one of you. As a matter of fact, we've got, I've got a couple of tables left, so if you want to join us at our particular VIP table or just be involved in the gala, in the summit, and show up and be a part of the audience there, uh, we've got tickets still available. So you can go to my Facebook page. You can also go to our group page at The James Dentley Show. Now, we're going to invite each and every one of you who are listening to go to our Facebook uh, page, The James Dentley Show, and join. Join it right now. Share it and get everyone else to join. Now, we're going to be making an announcement next week that we're going to be giving away some free gifts to everyone that's there. But if you want to get more information from the Gailey, you can do it there. You can do it at my personal page, or you can email me directly at jd at com or jd at com. And we're going to get you plugged in there. We're going to have a great time at the Summit and in the gala, and then all year round, city to city, we're going to be out there making a difference. So I want to thank our special guest, Mr. Ryan Long, my friend, uh, my leader, gentleman that just inspires me each and every day. And he's just like you and I, folks. You know, he can do it, you can do it as well. And just keep following that North Star. We're going to ask you, Ryan, to continue your great work. We'll continue to pray for you, to root for you. And just continue on that path, man, because you inspire the lives of so many people. And because of you, that we're picking up that we're picking up that manner, we're picking up our cross, and we're going to follow you down the road and make a difference and, and just change the world. So, having said that's going to conclude our show. I want to welcome you guys back next week. Next week, we got the incredible founder of CEO Space, Mr. Bernie Dorman. You don't want to miss Bernie. I mean, here's a gentleman that sat on the knee of Walt Disney. That was his work. His dad worked with. Him. Napoleon Hill and all the greats, and you're going to get the wisdom, and you're going to learn everything about CEO Space, what they're doing, and how you can play and play in that in that arena to get in there and just make a difference by learning from the best. So this ends our show. Ryan Long, I want to thank you once again, my friend. Your blessings, and each and every one of you for participating and joining us. Join us next week on the James Bentley Show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.